If you're listening to this as a podcast, then you can't tell that today I'm looking a little bit more spiffy. The truth is, though, you really don't need to. Because when it comes to real estate, what really matters is the homes that have been sold. Sure, you're going to have plenty of people dressing up in new suits every other day, posting it on Instagram to try to convince people they're the salesman for you. But if they haven't sold a whole lot of homes, why does that matter? That's what we're going to talk about today, as well as some other ways that we see traditional real estate continuously trying to dress up the ways of the past, rather than coming up with some new ways to bring the whole industry into 2019. So that's what's in store. Don't change that dial, whatever that means. It's under the roof. Why, hello, everybody. Good to see you. Hope that you're feeling as uh, fancy as I'm feeling today on our latest episode. Brendan, how you doing? I'm doing great. Rylan, how are you, man? I'm doing really well. Feeling spiffy. Feeling yeah. a little more constricted than usual, but yeah. in a good way. I like wearing suits. Yeah. I like uh, I like the way they feel and look and all that, but I didn't want to be... I, I remember when I used to work at Starbucks, I showed up my first day wearing slacks and dress shoes and a dress shirt and all this stuff. And immediately everybody was like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, I just looked so ridiculous. Yeah, I I just think there's something, yeah, a lot of things have changed, I think, over the last, Yeah, you know, you're young, so maybe you haven't seen this. I've been in the professional workforce for a long time now. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's something that's weird happened, you know? It used to be very formal, like people needed to be very formal. Yes. Slowly it's become more casual. Yes. I blame Gary V for wearing sweaters everywhere. I think it happened before that, but it I did. think he's a uh, definitely a proponent of the casual work attire. Yeah. And uh being comfortable. And the truth is is um if you know what you're doing, you know your stuff. Mhm. Then uh and sometimes you don't need to gloss it all up. Yep. I think and uh but you know, I think actually you go back a couple years, you see the the rise of like the technology companies. Yeah. And these were the people who were like, they mainstreamed, uh, oh, you know, we're kind of like the, the hackers we wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wear hoodies. Yeah. And we can still run the run the world. Well, and I think that's what happened yeah. is, is, is then everybody who was like, I'm going to wear a suit and go to this investment meeting or I'm going to go to this meeting as a suit. All of yes. a sudden it was like, well... Are you trying to cover up for me? Yes. And, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that, Brendan. Yeah, I know. It's a suit that does it. That's exactly why I wore it. Last night I texted Brendan and I said, if you can, bring a suit today. That is all that I said. I said nothing else. <clears throat> I'm realizing now that I should have explained that I put on our Twitter poll, I've been having this conversation for a while on Instagram with people about... Why it is that realtors feel the need to always wear suits, and not just one suit. Mm -hmm. You can get on any given realtor account, and they will purposefully dress up in two brand new suits and ask people to pick one Hmm. for them to wear to the next thing. And it's like constantly buying these new fancy suits, which they can afford with their high commission. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a conversation that I've been having with people about why we don't do that. We don't think that that's necessary. And so 
I decided it would be a funny statement to wear a suit mm-hmm. to show, first off, that we don't usually wear suits because we don't need to, which we'll get into in a minute. You know, you just alluded to it already, spoiled it already. Um, but at the same time, I mean, look, there's no way you don't see me in this as compared to my cardigan and go, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe that guy does know about real estate when, in fact, joke's on you. Mm-hmm. I'm the media guy, <laughs> <laughs> but it 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 is. But that but but That's that funny. really is the effect that it has. Where somebody can maybe they've never sold a house ever, mm-hmm. but they show up in an Armani it's suit what they or have to whatever, do. yeah, and instantly we think, oh, this guy, you know, he's a real professional. Oh, this guy, he's he's been around the block. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, you know. Just, just appearance and optics, how that can influence. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, you know, so that let's just go ahead and dive right into it today. Joke's over. I wore a suit. We don't wear suits. Ha ha. That's the point. You look good, though. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I took me a while to, to get this suit together. This is my one suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is my one suit. Yeah. But I wanted it to be... Uh, I wanted it to be a color that stood out, and so mm-hmm. I hunted for this for this color. But yeah. um, who knows? Maybe from now on, I'll be the podcast host in the suit. We'll see. Maybe, maybe so. Um, but regardless, let's talk a little bit about how it is that realtors tend to mm-hmm. compensate in order to appear as though you know they have a lot of experience. Suits, obviously. Yeah. A big one. But what are some other ways that you see realtors sort of trying to add add to the pot or sweeten the deal Mm -hmm. to, 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 you know, really make to make that three percent commission charge seem. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, I've got to pay that, you know. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, I mean, I can unpack this a number of different different ways. I know you can. Yeah. So let me uh, let me just start. Set you up. Yeah. Uh, So. It's not that I don't like suits, right? Yeah. I think they're beautiful. I think uh, there's a lot of suits that are well-crafted, mm-hmm. beautiful fabric. Yep. Um, I'm all about that. I, I mean, I, I I like clothes. It's not that I don't. You have nice You have nice suits. You have some, yeah. some no, nice no, no. ones. It's not on. that I don't. I got, yeah. a, I got a lot of suits. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been in a lot of environments and also real estate environments mm-hmm. uh, where I wear a suit. So um, yeah. this, my opinions uh, come from my own experiences. Yeah. Um, they're not really abstract opinions. I haven't been there. Uh, no, I've been there. Um, right. I've been in environments where I got to wear a suit every single day. Uh, wear a tie every single day, clean shaven every single day. Yep. Um, and every in different professions have different reasons for this, um, specifically to real estate. Yeah. So the way that real estate is built, obviously, if you've watched some of these uh, these videos or heard these podcasts, uh, it's a very independent, um, independent way of uh, of running your business. Right. Right. Is you are kind of a uh, a you know, a, a lone dove out there, mm-hmm. you're working for yourself, you don't have a boss, you put your license with a franchise office, so like right. Caldwell Banker or Keller Williams, uh, but more or less, it's your job, it's your life, sure. it's, it's your ability to brand yourself, that's all you have, is how right. do I present what I have? Okay, well, I don't have any experience, uh-huh. um, I have a small network, Right. How do I put myself in the middle of that and then make it where I can try to uh, soften up the objections on why I, sh- I can't sell their home? 
right? right. And uh, so one of those things is um, I got to put a suit on. Yeah. I got to look like I know what I'm doing, even mm-hmm. if I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Now you flash forward that realtor who wears a suit to his first meetings or meetings. Right. Flash forward five years and let him sell a hundred homes, and then see if he wears a suit. Hmm. And and yeah. I would almost I would I would be very very close to one hundred percent probability there wouldn't be a suit being worn there. Huh. Um, and that is because the need for that suit has has kind of fallen off, mm. right? Yeah. The 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 value has been obtained. Right. The value that you needed the suit to try to create. Hey, I know what I'm doing. Look at my express. Right. Piece together yeah, yeah, yeah. suit, right? Um, it could be Armani, it could be Brooks Brothers, it could be anything. It's not the it's not the money that goes into the suit, despite right. these realtors on Instagram. Uh huh. Um, all it is is these optics, and that's all you have at that situation, at that intersection of no experience and I need business. What do you have? You have you right. can I can can wave flyers and throw up you know fireworks. Or I can put on a suit and try to just smooth talk my way into um, an opportunity. Right. And um, so it's it, that's why people wear suits. Uh, that's why they would continue to wear suits is because right. they haven't built up a foundation enough of value. They still need to create the optics or the appearance. And now, not to say that even if you are successful, you don't wear suits. Like sure, there are obviously sure. occasions that that require suits. Right. Um, I'm in those scenarios quite often, unfortunately. Right. Um, but a day-to-day business, uh, it does not require a suit to be worn to sell a home. Right. Um, buyers and buyers agents are going to these properties. They're mm-hmm. calling us. Right. We're not meeting them over dinner. Right. Right. Like, and, and having drinks with them to, to negotiate your property. That's not right. how this is working. Um, so we work for our clients, and, right. and the way that we work at this operation, we work in-house from a centralized location, and so uh, our interaction with our clients is via phone, text, email. Right. Um, our value is in how many homes we've sold and how we do this. Right. Not the the, the type or the, the the type of tie or the cut, exactly. the jacket, you right. know, two button, three button, it, that important at one moment in anybody's career right is not the most important thing going forward exactly um, and so what i see is whenever you get to the point that we're in and it's like okay you can kind of flesh out some of the things that you don't need right mm-hmm. what we mm-hmm. do need is value and service and customer support and, and all of these things right that's what we stand on right um so you know, it's like I, I don't hate on them. Like you're an independent realtor using anything and everything you have yeah, to you go build sell your business. Yourself. Go sell yourself. Yeah. And uh, and more props to you. If, why we don't wear suits? I mean, it's just because you know we're not out there glad handing in in uh, right in in homes all day, right? We look at it from more of a company value prop. We are really, I would deduce it all the way down to this, and I'll give you this. And uh, we're a coming from the angle of like we're a technology company. That that uh, has a a hybrid licensed agent model on top of that technology. Yes, and so unfortunately, some of the technology company, um, you know, uh, ideas and things like that Uh present themselves in our environment. You know, in a casual work environment where we're comfortable and happy, we're in an office all day long. We're not in the car taking our jacket off on and off, going into meetings. Right. We're here trying to sell homes mm-hmm. all day. And um, whether I got a hoodie on or you know, a 
my Canadian tuxedo or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's what we do. And, um, right. you know. Uh, well, and in a way, I mean, you know, we talked about it before we were rolling, but it's just interesting how there's been this movement to dress down. Yeah, I'm glad you're bringing that back up. Because people want because people want now more than ever in the in the age of technology you want to and we're always trying to get this across in our marketing is you want to know that whatever company you're signing up with is using the benefits of technology but they are still a person. Mm-hmm. You don't want to think, oh, I'm signing up for this uh, website robot that's going to sell my home because you just there's a lot of stuff that goes into real estate negotiating prices and you Lots know corresponding nuance. with clients that you know you don't want to just try to hand that over to some automated website. So you want to know that there's people there. But it's interesting how in the age of technology. As people have been wanting to still make sure they're getting those personal connections online, it's interesting how you want that person on the other end of the line to seem like a person. Normal. You want them to seem like somebody that you can talk to, somebody that understands what's going on, and especially in real estate, and especially as a company that's relying so much on technology, you don't want to think that this is a bunch of, you know, Oh, older businessmen who are like, oh, we're going to use this, you know, we're going to finagle this technology to, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to know that, okay, so these guys are trying a new approach. They're using technology to sell my home. So in a way that doubles the responsibility on us. Number one, you've got to seem like somebody who understands real estate, which we show in our content and in the things that we talk about, like in, in of course, number one in our sales, you got to know, you got to seem like someone that knows real estate, but you've also got to seem like somebody that understands these technological advances. It's not enough to say, oh, I'm a realtor with a computer. Yeah. We want to show how this technology takes real estate even further. And so it helps us to not try to come across like the old fashioned real estate and the big fancy suit every week, but instead, like you said, put our money where our mouth is and speak with our sales and talk to people like normal people. So yeah, in our case in particular, as somebody that's trying to go forward and show a new way to do it that's aware of the advances of technology, it helps us to come across as real people. Because Mm -hmm. our biggest complaint with other traditional real estate groups, other than just charging way too much is that they're the industry's not catching up Mm-mm. with where every other whether it's transportation whether it's food delivery it real estate's got to catch up yeah i mean it it so i got a little age on you but so hang with me here on any of these metaphors but like it, it resembles uh very much like just traveling salesmen mm-hmm. like door-to-door salesmen yes uh when i was growing up you would have uh people come to the door um, and they would try to sell you vacuums. Yes. Vacuum cleaners were sold door to door. That gentleman would wear a suit. Yeah. Right? Because I don't know how many vacuums he sold. Right. I don't know how good those vacuums are. What I do know is how he presents himself. Yes. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, women would come up to the door. They would try to sell makeup, hmm. Avon and stuff like that. Mary Kay. These really? Were, these, were, um, these were very large, independent franchises where independent women yeah. dress up, suited up, and they would yeah. go door to door. 
yeah. to sell makeup. Yeah. So you have uh, real estate is very reminiscent of that. Yes. It's very archaic. These are the reason you're wearing a suit is because you're still yes. going door to door. Now yes. you may set up that meeting. I'm gonna go have a listening meeting. Yes. Essentially, you're still going door to door. Yes. Right. Because you're going to the next door a couple hours from now, and uh, your appearance and how you present yourself is yes. very important because that's all you you have. Um, yeah. You've seen that. That's kind of the outdoor independent type. Uh, profession, but yeah. even in internal office environments, you've seen the progression of uh, very formal attire yeah. um, to business casual uh-huh. to more casual Fridays yeah. to casual weeks with yeah. formal Fridays. Yeah. And uh, I may have just made that one up. That's that would be interesting. That would be formal interesting, Fridays. Um, but that's that's kind of where it's headed. And yeah. uh, and technology is obviously is has been a huge catalyst to that purely because um, the things that you once used to have a person come to your door and yeah. sell you with a tie, yeah. uh, the yellow pages, yes, right, used to be sent and brought to your door, right? Like you'd sign up, you 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 uh, Dallas Morning News guy would come to your door, sign you up for a a year long subscription n- subscription to the newspaper, yeah. These were things that were done before there was the internet, before there was technology. Right. Now, I don't need a sales guy to come to my door. I get online and I have my Dallas Business Journal subscription right. done online. Right. Okay. Was a dude that came to my house with a tie who sold me that. Now, there is nobody, right? There's right. some dude in a t-shirt at the office that right. sold my transaction online. Well, and that's the thing is like once you start getting people... The more you start bringing your employees inside, it's obvious. Why would you have everybody continue to just wear suits? First of all, they're just expensive. Because yeah, they're expensive. Like, uh, you can't make people spend, um, you know, upwards of a thousand dollars for suits, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, I once worked a job in my early twenties where they would, um, when you got promoted to this account management role, uh-huh. they gave me a a thousand dollar bonus. Uh huh. That I didn't get to go spend on whatever I wanted. It, went it was to, for a suit. It was to go buy suits. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, that industry has been inundated by technology and those people no longer need to wear suits and stuff. Yeah. You wear, uh, it's just the way that the world is going. Right. right? Like that's, that's. Um, I think if you think it's going the other way, then you're in an interesting industry right yes. now. I would, I would, I mean, what industry is going more formal? There's not one, and that's the thing. Is it's it's a matter of, I mean, the world, the world is trying, not trying. It is the world is becoming more familiar with the rest of the world. Where the the it's global. Social media and technology has made it where everybody feels more connected, and as a result, yeah. there's a growing need to make sure businesses feel relatable, yeah. and so. Uh, Look, you know, the, the world is growing up from this localized, you know, independent yep. service based world to it's it's online, it's global, it's big, it's broad. Yeah. And um, you're able to brand yep. over that whole service area. Yeah. You know. So why do you think let's just get into this. This is part of the fun of podcasts. You just get into conversations. Why do you think real estate is? so far behind on this 
you know, we've talked about it on other episodes. Uh, one thing might be that people don't use real estate very often. You know, it's not a purchase that you make often. But that's not the main reason. But, but well, yeah, I, I was going to say it. Even if that's the case, or even if that's a factor, it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I want you to finish your question. Even if that's a factor, real estate agents in and of themselves should always be thinking about how can I evolve my craft or my market or my industry? And yet it does in so many ways still feel like the door-to-door salesman. Yeah. Well, that's, um, yeah, you gotta go, you gotta go to the root Mm -hmm. of the problem right there. And, um, the root of the problem is the way that the industry was built. Mm -hmm. Um, there was moats put in place. And those moats are very difficult to get over, hmm. right? And so this thing continues to grow, mm-hmm. right? In a, uh, and once was a modern way, but as time comes, it becomes a very uh, archaic way. But right. that moat still exists. And okay. so let me, let me define this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so as a licensed agent, licensed broker, right? I have a license to represent you right. in a transaction. You can represent yourself if you wanted to. Sure. You could download the agreements online, the same contracts that we use. Sure. You just don't know exactly how to go through it. Sure. You can represent yourself in the court of law. You can also hire a lawyer to represent you for mm-hmm. you because you don't know exactly what you're doing. But you can. The law says you can go represent yourself. Mm-hmm. law says you can, you can sell your home if you want. You may not know how to do it. Um, so what happens is is these local areas, let's, let's use Dallas-Fort Worth, for example, um, the multiple listing service is what we call it. Um, these were these were created, right? Um, they were created a long time ago, but what they are is like a database. And mm-hmm. we're going to move on into this MLS idea. Yeah. Um, but what this is is a database where it's really built on the premise of let me, you know, uh, you know, help me and I'll help you type scenario. Sure. And that is, I'm an agent. I'm going to throw this house up on this MLS with a commission assigned to that mm-hmm. for anybody out there who has a buyer for this home yeah you help me with the buyer i'll help you with that commission mm-hmm. and that is really what the that's the pinnacle of what this mls is about mm-hmm. now here's where it gets dark okay i don't know if you guys are ready for this but here's here's where it gets dark <laughs> Get and uh i would love Get for people ready. to like have a response to this these are yeah. like really interesting um thoughtful questions that I'm always trying to have answered. Yeah. And um, really just topics. Yeah. You want to get that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah. We're here in our office here at Estate. There you go. Ah, somebody's, so somebody's taking a call as always. Oh, uh, the phones are always ringing. We're always... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have a suit on though. <laughs> um, so Sorry. here's the thing. So get the, dark. Yeah, yeah. So the, here's the dark part is the MLS... This thing that all agents use in all local areas. Now, there's one in Austin, there's one in Houston, there's one in San Antonio. These are different, mm-hmm. different databases of properties. Right. So if I'm in Dallas Fourth, I unless I'm a licensed agent and assigned to Houston, I can't see Houston listings. Yeah. Siloed information. Okay. These databases, siloed databases, we call them MLSs. These are privately owned companies. Huh. These are businesses owned by people like you and me. Yeah. Um, but they present themselves like they're a 
must and a mandatory function from a sure. licensed agent. I don't have to use the MLS. Huh. I'm not they would love to make me think I have to pay them every month. Right. The truth is, is I don't. That's a company that provides a service. That service is I can put my listing up there with a commission assigned to it mm-hmm. and somebody else can say, hey, I have a buyer for that and pay me that commission. Yeah. That's all the MLS is. I pay them an absorbent amount of money. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't appreciate that, right? Sure. They provide very little value. Uh, the systems are very archaic, always outdated, never updated. The software is not very good. Um, and there's reasons for this is because it's just some all little Dallas Fort Worth company trying to figure out how to support 20,000 agents yeah. collecting money every month. And that right there is an inhibitant to like open, open listings. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's behind walls that I have to pay to have access to. Right. So that right there. Um, creates like the freedom of open open data. Yeah. Um, somebody in Houston can't get their home on an MLS list in Dallas Fort Worth unless you call an agent here and da 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 da. Huh. So everything is very split up. It's very segmented. And this is just Texas. There's right. there's upwards of a dozen MLSs in just Texas. Hmm. Okay. So a DFW agent can't be a. I won't say can't. It's very difficult for a. John Doe, realtor in Dallas-Fort Worth, to also be a John Doe realtor in Houston. Hmm. Okay? And so what happens is is you just get this door-to-door repetitive salesman. I'm just going to work this local area because the walls are too large for me to be any broader than that. Right? So I just focus on my one neighborhood. And what happens is is I'm just a one-man show. Yes. I don't have full house. I don't have a full stack developers or marketing people. You know, like yeah. I don't have anything. All I have is my suit and I'm, I don't really care about the technology. I'm just trying to get my 3% on the next door. Right. Um, that perpetuation. Now you overlap those MLSs with franchise real estate brokerages, which yeah. just compounds this problem. Mm. So these franchises say you got to have those MLS access because that's what happens. Um, these franchises want to indemnify themselves from any real liability of mistakes that those realtors are making. Mm-hmm. So they're not actual employees. Right. These are just independent contractors. Yeah. That you you hold my brand, but you do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, you have no technology. You have no resources. And so you're just going to keep knocking on doors. And years and years go by. And this siloed information stays in DFW and it stays in Houston. It stays in Austin. Yeah. And these independent agents who just tap into that little market with no resources. They just roam around these little areas. Yeah. Um, now, what has got to happen for all of this to change? You know, this is these are the things that I'm pondering every day. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's it's very you know I mean like I, I hate to use these terms but it's very mafia like like yeah. the MLS. I hope they they watch this video. Truth be told. Yeah. It's run by a bunch of realtors. Yeah. Hmm. The MLS is run by a bunch of realtors, Rylan. There should be some like some technology person there, somebody saying, hey, outside of just this one little Dallas Fort Worth company, maybe there's like opportunities for for this MLS to be bigger. Right. 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 And um, what it does is make me want to figure out how to move around the the MLS MLS mafia. Yes. Like, come on. And uh, but we all have to just work through them. And um, that right there. And these MLSs are run by realtors. Yeah. Yeah. Association of realtors on top of that, 
Right. And then then you have like the Texas Real Estate Commission who kind of looks over all of this. Mm-hmm. That real estate commission is run by half realtors and half lawyers. Yeah. Okay. So you go all the way to the bottom. It's run by realtors. Yeah. Realtors are like, hey, we're good with this like siloed information where everybody gets their commission. Yeah. The moment that that breaks, you can forget about that 3% commission, 6% commission. That stuff is gone, hmm. right? The moment that a Zillow-like platform takes the MLS away and like I'm like, hey, we got a bunch of listings. Let's start putting them up on this site instead of that site. The moment that that happens um, and it a dynamic way, it should happen quick because yeah. I'm having to pay the MLS. So... Anybody who can create something substantial that I don't have to pay as much for, if not for free, yeah. Which what world are we living in, right? Right. Then it's over, right? And the unraveling of this real estate, you know, cluster across the whole country yeah. will happen. There's upwards of over 700 MLSs in the United States. 700. So if you want hmm. to be a national real estate brokerage. You got to buy well, a lot of MLSs. Well, there a lot are of access. Well, name one national real estate brokerage, Redfin, something like that. Yeah. But even then, they segment their business into these small local areas where mm-hmm. there's like some little franchise guy who gets that local MLS. Right. Because it's very difficult for a big brokerage to put ties into every single MLS. Yeah. And it's like that on purpose. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, there have been industries where there is walls just as great as this. Yeah. Um, and the, and the, the funny thing is, is it, it usually, um, the bigger the wall, the faster it falls. Hmm. Uh, real estate is an interesting dynamic um, yeah. because then you jam in this uh, kind of like the, the sales cycle back right. to your, like the consumer side. How often right. are they needing that, which gives me the listing right. which then I put on. Exactly. And um, that's a slower model. So that independent realtor isn't running 20, 40, 50 listings. He's just right. one at a time. One at a time. And um, In his area. Yeah. And so there's not yeah. a real need for him to say, hey, I'm ready to bring on the Facebook of real estate. Yes, He's yes. like, I'm, you know, I'm just doing what I do. Doing what I do, making, you know, you sell, yeah. you sell three houses, you've made pretty hefty commission so, yeah, there. This not is a, a huge yeah. need. The to, truth of it, I don't even grow. think anybody's really trying. Yeah. I don't think that anybody's actually really trying. I think that's I, little, I don't see it. It's very frustrating uh, for 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 me. I I would look at it like this. So I don't consider myself a realtor. Yeah. Right. I consider myself a business person. Right. Um, this is what I've always been. I'm mm-hmm. more of a technologist. Right? Yeah. I understand product and technology. Right. And pricing components and sales cycles and operational uh, characteristics like that. I'm a realtor. Because I went and got a license so that I could apply technology, sophistication, efficiency to the real estate industry. Yes. Um, come to find out, there's not a lot of people looking at it that that way. And no. um, uh, which is confusing to me because there's lots of people like myself that are just yeah. technologists who um, understand how things can be pieced together. Right. Uh, but in real estate, the way that it is so independent, it's very difficult for any groups to get together yeah. to build something like this. It yeah. says, hey, we have an opportunity to try to get over that moat. Um, that's it. And then it's still not for the, it's, you know, not for the faint of heart. Not for the right? faint I of mean, heart. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big endeavor. It's like chewing glass, but... 
Ouch. It is. It's, it's, <laughs> it is. It's, it's very, uh, well, look, we're, when we say we're Texas wide, yeah. we're in um, the North Texas MLS, we're in the yeah. Houston MLS, the Austin MLS, the San Antonio MLS, a Waco MLS, uh-huh. uh, a Midland MLS, a Central Texas MLS. Yeah. These are each individual organizations I have to work individually with yeah. different people who don't know each other, different systems, different technologies, different operational, like, re- like the rules that they give me are different. Yeah. Um, the money that they charge is different. Like, it's the same thing being done a bunch of different ways. And this isn't even like the country. This is one state. And, yeah. uh, and so it is, um, I'm trying to find that metaphor that it's like, you know, similar to, but I'm, I'm, I like the wall. We're, is, uh, uh, we're, 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 we're trying to get people to stop wearing suits and start tearing down walls. There you go. Okay. That's, that's, Take that. Run yeah. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> go, go with that. You run yeah, with that. No, I think that's, it, it, it's a matter of really, I mean, if you summed up what we've talked about today, it's a matter of. Stop spending time on dressing up the old model and trying to make it look good and make it look, you know, neat. Stop spending so much time trying to dress up the old model and instead let's like let's be real, let's take off the suits and let's instead focus all our energy on expanding this industry, tearing down some of these barriers in between uh, the market so that like every other industry, it can actually be worldwide, mm-hmm. nationwide. Mm-hmm. The internet can actually do what it does and connect all these pieces rather than like give the consumer something back, like some yes. actual value, right? Yeah. Like why are people on Facebook despite all of the security concerns and the privacy problems and all yeah, of that? Sure. Why? Like why? Because they get so much from it. Right. Yeah. It overcompensates all of this crap, right? Yeah. Like that is the world that real estate can be in where like there is so much value that can be derived from just free products. Yes. Um, that we live in a world where these archaic real estate products are charging up front mm-hmm. and uh, with no value being provided. Yeah. And um, you know what? It just looks like a uh, TikTok. Yes. TikTok. That's what I would say. It's just as, it's a it's a matter of time. The time is coming. Yeah, Man. it's coming quick. Well, wow. I really liked the conversation today. Good. I uh, started it off thinking it was going to be you know a little, uh, little suiting, silly, early. Yeah. but uh, I feel like that. Uh, I feel like this suit gave us a gateway yeah. to a real conversation. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Thank you guys as always for tuning in, Brendan. Thanks for really bringing the hey, bringing the heat today. That's what I do. I felt it. I Good. felt it today. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if you guys want more heat, you want more intensity, or you just want to watch more podcasts, uh, you know where to find us. We're on YouTube. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. And if you go to the website. You can see all of this at estatehomes.com slash videos, and you can see a whole lot more. We are taking those steps to try and take this industry where it needs to be in 2019. We're trying to, you know, do this the way that it should be done in the modern age, and you guys are a big part of that. So go to the website, check it out, share it with your friends, estatehomes.com, and uh, 
yeah, you're not going to see a whole lot of suits, but you are going to see a whole lot of success. Boom. That's my quote for the day. Um, As always, guys, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Thank you.